that read, this is the king of the Jews. Now one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? for you are subject to the same condemnation. And indeed, we have been condemned justly, for the sentence we receive corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. I don't know if anyone here has seen the new series, The Rings of Power, on Amazon Prime, based on The Lord of the Rings uh, by J.R.R. Tolkien. So in The Lord of the Rings, some of you know this, there's an ancient kingdom called Gondor. And for many generations, this kingdom was ruled by a royal family of kings and queens. But when the last king died and his heir disappeared, the king's steward took over control of the kingdom. 
And so for almost a thousand years, the stewards who had been the servants of the king now ruled as if they were kings themselves. And so after many generations, when Boromir, the son of the steward, the next one in line to rule the kingdom, when Boromir meets Aragorn, the true heir of the kingdom, the last secret descendant of the line of kings and the true heir to the throne, Boromir sneers at him and he says, Gondor has no king. Gondor needs no king. It's not very appealing to have a king when you've gotten used to ruling yourself. If there's a king on the throne, then suddenly my authority to make up my own rules, to determine my own destiny, is now limited. There's another higher authority that I must answer to. We think a king must be a tyrant. We think someone ruling over us means that he will only have his own interests at heart. A king will use and abuse us. But I, if I rule, then I can make sure that my needs are met, that I live a happy and fulfilling life, that I'm happy and safe. But the kingdom of Gondor, for all of its pride, is on the verge of collapse. The steward in charge has brought the kingdom to the brink of destruction. In fact, Gondor does need a king, a wise king. Gondor needs a savior. And so do we. I need a king. Because if I look honestly at my own life, the kingdom that is mine to rule, I have to admit that I am a useless steward, incapable of meeting my own needs, unable to engineer my own happiness, powerless to save myself from sickness, from despair, from grief, from loss. And in the end, even from death. And so, dear friends, if that describes your life, too, then this Sunday is very good news. Because we have a king. We have a king, and that king is no tyrant. Ours is the poorest king who ever lived. His throne is the cross. No golden crown for him, but a circlet woven out of thorns. No fine clothing, but he's stripped naked and exposed before the mockery of the crowds who cry out, save yourself if you are the king. Save yourself, get down off the cross. Save yourself and us. Even in mocking him, they reveal the depths of their desperation, of their desperate need for a savior, for a true king with the power to deliver them from themselves, from the tyranny of self-rule, from the terrible, desperate need to succeed on their own. But our King, Jesus, does not get down off the cross. He just hangs there between heaven and earth. Now Jesus, who is God, created the heavens and the earth and everything that is in them, and he could have conquered the world without lifting a finger. But he, the all-powerful God, chose to make himself powerless on the wood of the cross. He humbled himself as far as that, 
because he was after a greater good than any earthly kingdom, greater than any wealth or power, greater than anything that might or armies could achieve. Jesus Christ came to win our hearts and our souls back for God, his Father. And to achieve that kingdom, he had to show us what the Father is really like. Jesus Christ, our King, upon his throne, is the perfect image of the Father's love. For our Father is not a tyrant, not a bully, not an abuser, not a threat to our freedom or to our well-being, but a loving and a kind and a gentle Father, a merciful Father who gives everything he has away out of love for us. And so to all of us, who admit that we need a king, that we need a savior. Jesus Christ from the cross gives us a simple invitation. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened. Come, come into my kingdom and I will give you rest. Come and learn from me for I am meek and humble of heart. Today at this Holy Mass, as we prepare to receive Jesus Christ, the crucified King of the universe, veiled here under the appearance of bread, yet present in the truth of his humanity and his divinity, we ask Jesus to rule over our own lives in every detail. And as we pray, thy kingdom come, we ask our most humble king to teach us how to live in his kingdom. Jesus, teach us your way of humility instead of pride, meekness instead of insisting on our own way, powerlessness before God instead of grasping after control, as we surrender our lives to the rule of Jesus and learn the way of life of the kingdom of God, we begin to taste the peace, the happiness, the freedom, the security that we could not achieve on our own. We will suffer as our king suffered, but like Jesus on the cross, in our suffering we will be free and no one will be able to take our joy away from us. And on the last day, when the veil is torn apart and the heavenly King is revealed in all his glory, when every knee shall bend before the name of Jesus Christ, the King of all, we shall cry out with all the saints and angels, blessed is the kingdom of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto the ages of ages. Amen. Uh -huh.